I'm Kate Daniels, and we're talking good health through simple physical fitness with Aisha Morgan. Aisha Morgan, good morning. I am so grateful that you are here at the beginning of a new year to spend a little more time with us and get us excited and focused and determined to be fit to be healthy this year. Well, thank you, Kate. Thanks so much for having me back. It's wonderful to be finished with 2020, and I'm hoping 2021 will be the year that we can all get back to a little bit of normalcy and get on with our lives, physically, psychologically, spiritually, mentally, economically. Thank you so much for having me back. Part of it was because in our last conversation, I decided I was calling you Dr. Practical. Just uh, your whole approach and your attitude and your passion for fitness and wanting to do things in a very natural way. We don't have to go out and spend loads of money to buy equipment to get fit. You know, you were really encouraging us. We have everything we need right at our disposal. And what we need, of course, is a good pair of shoes if we're going to be going out walking. Absolutely, 100%. And as far as exercise, thinking about the new year and thinking about how people want to start exercise, what I was thinking about is I was thinking about breaking it down. So when we talk about exercise, I mean, what is it? What does it even mean? We all think we know, we all have an idea, but we all have our own ideas. So exercise, if you break it down, quite easily and that's what that, that will make it easy for most of us it includes strengthening your muscular skeletal system your muscles and your joints it includes stretching those fibers it includes balance and cardiovascular fitness which is aerobics so if you think of four pillars we'll talk about maybe just the four pillars of exercise it's what did i do for balance what have i done for stretching what have I done to strengthen the fibers of my muscle, my muscles, and what have I done to keep my heart and my lungs and my metabolism strong and healthy? So, you know, exercise, it's funny. It's such a big word, and people are, start to get confused over that one word. Think about four pillars, like a table. There's four things holding up that table or that building, four things balance, stretching, strengthening, and cardiovascular fitness. And we can talk about any or all of those because I think breaking it down will make it easy for people. And doing one or two things, starting with one or two things of each of those four pillars is a fantastic start for the new year. I mean, Kate, what do you do for quote-unquote exercise? steps, walking, um, trying to uh, get in as many walks as possible during the week. And if I don't feel I can get outside, I, I really take uh, do extra walking within my house and know how nice. many steps that is just so that I, I can. I'm not at 10,000 yet. That's kind of a, uh-huh. a, a goal, isn't it, for mo- many of us or most of us to put in that many steps to really make sure that we're moving sufficiently? Yeah, absolutely. And you can have what we call SMART goals. I'm sure you've heard of SMART goals in any field before. And then you can have open goals. Um, so it's interesting. So you say, well, my exercise is walking. Kate, have you done anything for balance? Have you thought about just two easy stretches after you walk or before you walk or both? 
And what are you doing to strengthen the muscles? Because walking is not strengthening your muscle fibers, believe it or not. You can actually, if somebody only walked and, and that's what they started with, is only, only walking, and they just continue to walk and walk and walk and walk without doing just maybe a couple of leg strengthening exercises, they will actually end up usually with plantar fasciitis or um, a tendonitis because they never stop to do three sets of 10 of, you know, a leg lift or a tightening of the muscle that supports the joint. So it's really interesting that if you just do two things of all of those pillars, I mean, what have you done for your balance? Do you ever take time to stand on one leg? I'm, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good okay. one, I guess. <laughs> so we're going to use you as perhaps a little bit of an example of saying, you know, I, I, I want to start, quote unquote, exercising for the new year. So you can break it down. Well, you know, balance is super important. You know, people, all of us of all ages, you know, if you find that you're catching your toes on the carpet a little bit more often, or you stumble a little bit more, or occasionally when you get up from a chair, you feel a little bit wobbly, um, as our muscle mass, you know, as, as with our muscle mass, our balance our balancing abilities start to diminish as we age, and our ability to balance will contribute significantly to our chance of living longer and healthier. In the clinic, when somebody comes into me, if you came into me, Kate, and you said, oh, my shoulder hurts, and if you're over the age of 50, one of the things I would ask you to do is to stand on one leg. And if you couldn't stand on one leg without, falling, without losing your balance, and I give you three tries, you couldn't do that for 10 seconds, one of the things I would give you, even though you're coming in for a neck problem or headaches or shoulders, I would say, Kate, I want you to go into your kitchen next to a counter and stand on one leg holding on to the kitchen counter. And then I want you to try to let go and let your hands hover above that kitchen counter. Your goal is to stand for 10 seconds without losing your balance. And then I just want you to try to work up to 30 seconds. And if you do that 30 seconds, Every day, the rest of your life, your chances of falling when you're 60, 70, 80, 90 are much, much less if you've practiced that 30-second thing every day. How easy is that? That is easy, I think, to do that. <laughs> but and let's say you say, oh, my gosh, I have such a hard time standing on one leg. Believe it or not, today when you go home, I want you to put a piece of tape on the floor in your kitchen or if you have like tile and you have a straight line with the tile or the planks or whatever you have on your floor, put one foot in front of the other, not your toe touching your heel, but just like a, a nice step, but really on a line, like you're trying to stand on a plank on a board, mm -hmm. just stand both feet on the floor, one foot in front of the other and just hold that for 10 seconds. Believe it or not, sometimes that's harder than just standing on one foot. But some people feel better because they're both feet are on the ground, but it's harder than you think. And that's balance. So spending a minute a day starting with balance is part of exercise. And as we grow older, it is so important to work on our balance. Over the age of 50, you need to do that. And then working there and working your way up, we can talk about, you know, when I talk to patients and they say, oh, look, I can stand on one foot for 10 seconds. Fabulous. I want you to do that same thing with your eyes closed. Uh -huh. 
And so, you know, there's always ways of improving balance and just being on the edge of challenging yourself because it's always about challenge and fun and getting the most potential of all the aspects of exercise. So, you know, for you, you say, oh, Aisha, I walk 30 minutes a day. Absolutely fabulous. With that 30 minutes a day, I want you to go home. And after you're walking or before you're walking, I want you to practice standing on one leg or doing what we call a tandem stance, which is one foot in front of the other with a proper stride, you know, not the feet touching each other, but, you know, uh, maybe a foot in between each foot like you're on a clothesline or like you're on, you know, a string. Try to stay there. And you're only spending, you know, maybe a minute doing that. Because if you're standing on one foot, it's 30, you want to work up to 30 seconds or practice it for 30 seconds. And if you're standing tandem, you would put your left foot in front of the right, play with that for 30 seconds, and then put your right foot in front of the left, play with that for 30 seconds, and you've spent 60 seconds, only 60 seconds, working on your balance a day. And I think that's reasonable. And that will make a huge difference. And then I would say that your walking is part of your aerobic exercise. What are you doing for stretching? So I have definitely, because I've had a bit of back problem in the past, so I had learned at that time a stretching so that I lay on the floor and then push myself upward to kind of arch my back, get kind mm-hmm. of a bow in it. So I do that kind of stretching, and I I do that quite religiously. I've done that one for years. So that's But that's only for that part of my body. Obviously, I need to be doing it for other parts, right? Any of us should. So, so when you say you're stretching, you're lying on the floor, your knees are bent, your feet are flat, and you lift up your bottom? Uh, no, I have my hands flat on the floor, and then I lift myself up to arch myself back. And yes, my legs are flat on the floor. Oh, you're lying on your stomach. Oh, yes. Brilliant. So you're doing what we call a hyperextension of your back and you're stretching all the way up, kind of like a a yoga cobra and then back down. Mm -hmm. One of the most essential and best stretches you can do for your low back. Brilliant. However, you really didn't do a lot of stretching for the legs that you just worked out for 30 minutes. In fact, you did none. So what are you doing? What? What stretching are you doing for those fibers that you just used for 30 minutes when you walked? I, <laughs> like, sorry. It's, no, no, don't be, because you know what? You are actually, this is a good question, because I notice how my calves will feel achy, and I think, well, they should be feeling mm-hmm. better They because yeah. I've walked. But no, I know now why they're not, because I haven't stretched them, right? Do you have any stairs at your house? Oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to give you two things that are absolutely fabulous, and they're fabulous for everybody. So you just got in from walking, either in your house or outside, and your muscles are warm and gooey and pliable, and there's lots of blood there, and that's the best time to stretch. You're going to keep your shoes on, and you're going to go to the bottom step, hold on to a rail for balance, because this is not a balance exercise. This is a stretching movement. And you're going to put the front of your feet, both feet at the same time, on the edge of the step, and you're going to let your heels hang down. And you're going to stand up nice and tall and just let your heels go down while the toes stay up, and it's a nice, yummy stretch. All stretches should be held for 30 seconds. Most research shows that 30 seconds is just as good as a minute, 
And less than 30 seconds is a waste of time. So the Mm. sweet spot for stretching muscle fibers is 30 seconds. So hang out, relax, breathe, and get your 30 seconds of just a really nice calf stretch on your stair. So the heels are down, toes stay right on the edge, hold on to a banner, and that's fantastic for your calves. But one of my favorite, favorite stretches to do, um, and again, I'm all into efficient stretches because I don't have time to do one thing, and that's a great one, but it only gets your calf. So I want you to picture yourself walking back in the house and going to your kitchen counter, and you're facing your counter. Most standard counters are, are 36 inches. You're going to hold on to the counter facing it, and then you're going to keep your hands on the counter and walk backwards until your head is between your shoulders. And there's kind of like a 90-degree angle from your back to your legs. Your legs stay straight, and you're bending from your waist, and you're holding on to the counter, if that makes sense. So you're almost making like a tabletop with your body. Mm -hmm. Can you picture that? Yes. And that, do it today, and you'll feel, whoo, I feel that stretch in my calves, I feel it in my hamstrings, I feel it in my low back, and I feel it in my shoulders. So we have stretched out your entire posterior chain and all of those fibers, the muscles and the myofascia, in one go. It's one of my favorite things to do. Everybody has a kitchen counter, everybody can hold on, and wherever you feel it, some people feel it in the shoulders, some people feel it in the back, some people feel it in the hamstrings, Depending on the day, I will feel it in different places depending on where I'm tight. So that one is one of my favorites because it gets everything at the same time. So for so let's say that for you, I wanted to, to get Kate Daniels into starting an exercise program for 2021. And you said to me, Aisha, I'm already walking. Brilliant. You're walking 20 minutes. Aerobic, the aerobic pillar has been sorted out. And then I said, what are you doing for balance? Not much. Okay, stand on one leg or stand tandem, 30 seconds each side, well done. And that was only one for balance. For stretching, I want you to go to your stairs, and I want you to hang your heels over the steps, 30 seconds. You'll be like, oh, that feels good. Uh, I feel a little bit of a stretch, or it hurts, or it's uncomfortable, or whatever. You know, work to your tolerance. And then go to your kitchen counter hold onto the counter, walk back until you're at a 90-degree angle, kind of like you're making a table with your body, and that stretches every muscle that you just used for walking. So you've accomplished one of the four pillars of exercise, which is balance. You've done the second one, which is stretching. You've done the third one, which is aerobics. And then I'll ask you, but what are you doing to strengthen your muscle fibers? So that your walking doesn't end up giving you some kind of tendonitis. Mm-hmm. So and you're gonna and yeah, yeah. you're gonna be quiet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so resistance exercise, strength training. All it is is resistance exercise, and what that does is that implies that you're pushing or pulling something heavy. I like to use our body weight. You can complete an entire exercise program with only your body weight. You don't need to spend money on a gym membership. We can't go anyway. And um, and, um, uh, weights are quite scarce at the moment. So 
because you're using your legs to walk, we have to strengthen those muscles. And I think we talked about that last time about just doing a sit to stand um, from your chair Mm -hmm. 10 times a day. Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. And when you sit down, don't plop down. Low, slowly lower your bottom to the chair and put an un, put, if you really want to challenge yourself, put an unboiled egg on the chair, a raw <laughs> egg, and touch the egg and come back up 10 times. You might want to start with a boiled one. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen you personally. <laughs> You might want to put a plastic on the chair, but that would challenge yourself to do a squat. That's so. Then we we would get to the point of not needing the chair and being able to do that uh, as a squat, which really is challenging. Absolutely, absolutely. We all lower ourselves to sit on a chair. Some of us will start to lower ourselves slowly, and those last couple of inches, we plop. So if you can practice not plopping on that chair, that's the start. And then once you can do that, then you don't use a chair like you say, and you go down as low as you can comfortably. We don't want the joints to hurt. And you practice every day. Two sets or three sets of 10 is what all the research shows is actually going to make those muscle fibers stronger. And you actually have started a fantastic beginning to exercising in 2021. But if you don't do one of those four pillars, you're not really giving the longevity to your body the way that you should or the way that you can easily do and you're going to miss out a component and then you're going to come and make an appointment with me and Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the same thing that I'm telling you for free except you're going to pay for it. Everybody should think about just breaking down exercise what it means and do a little bit and it doesn't have to take you very long. You know you say you're walking I think you said 20-30 minutes fabulous. There's a lot of people who can't. So starting with 10 minutes you know, doing one balance exercise, doing one stretch, and doing a set of squats. That would take you 20 minutes, and we all have that time, especially now. And you're right. We're getting this for free, so how much better can it get? But sometimes if if we don't pay for it, we think, oh, well, I didn't uh, invest anything. But really, this is a huge investment because it is in our good long-term health. And that's that's why it's important to take it seriously and why I appreciate you're talking about the four pillars. I'm kind of envisioning this as a car with the four tires in my mind because, right? Because then we can see, well, if we're not attending to even just one of those tires, the car is going to hobble along. Seeing that all of them need attention, they all have to be inflated, really uh, helps us, I think, to see what it is you are projecting for us, Aisha. I love that, and I'm going to steal that from you, Kate. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, by all means. I love that. (laughs) Because, yeah, I just got my tires realigned and I just did a maintenance on my car. And if I am only spending all my time on one tire, even that tire is going to go wrong because the other three aren't balanced. Yeah. It's all about balance. 
And, you know, as much money as we spend on our cars and we love our cars, your body is the one thing that, especially as we get older, I tell my patients, spend money on this one fabulous vehicle that gets you around the world, gets you to move in space. Our cars get us from point A to point B. Our bodies get us through life, and they're the most important thing that we have. They really are. Spend time, spend energy, just like you do your car maintenance, do your body maintenance. Nobody can take it away from you. Nobody can make it unfit but you, and nobody can improve it but you. I can preach to you. Your doctor can give you medicine. But to actually work on your vehicle is really you, and it's free. It is free. If you want to pay me, come in. I would love to get that money for PacMed because we're a nonprofit organization and a lot of our money goes towards, you know, people who can't pay to come in and see us. So if you want to do that, come in. But if you want uh, to be more careful with your income, here the information is free and you can take that. Well, that was my plug for PacMed. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you did because that it's important. They are an important entity here, a health entity in our Puget Sound area. So by all means, and here you are giving of your time to help us and teach us and encourage us for free. So, um, no, they de- they deserve it. And, you know, once again, it brings us to that point of my saying, you are doctor practical, because here, you know, this, we can just make this part of our day. And it doesn't take a lot of time to, to really build this strong foundation. No, it doesn't. It's a start. And as you know, exercise does so many other things for you. It increases your metabolic activity, it improves your mitochondria. It studies shows that it decreases your chances for Alzheimer's and dementia. You know, it, it truly is the elixir of longevity. And just one more thing, you know, I have always worked for nonprofit organizations all my life, mostly overseas, and I was absolutely thrilled to find an org- organization here in my own country that we spend a lot of time and energy treating veterans. We take Medicare and Medicaid and the insurance that most uh, practices don't take because it doesn't really pay us, but we don't care. We want the best health for our community. And I'm so proud to work there because we're a nonprofit organization. And I just love the fact that we spend a lot of time working with our military, our ex-military. And for me, if you're military, you're never ex-military. You know, mm-hmm. thank you. half of my patients, I say, thank you for your service. And I'm so proud to be able to treat you because you took care of me and my country. So and extra, it's so funny, you know, usually the military guys are the easiest to um, work with because they follow orders. <laughs> and I'm pretty good at giving orders. And they value their life because they've seen what happens and they have colleagues who didn't make it as far as they did. So doing exercise is going to give you the longevity that, that we all deserve and that we all want. And I can't emphasize enough. I'm not saying that it's easy. What I'm saying, Kate, is that it's simple and there's a difference. Yes. And it can get to be a habit and then it's just naturally part of our life. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So, so so say 
somebody says, oh, but I'm not walking yet, well, why don't you start on the other three pillars? Why don't you, when you go to the bathroom and uh, brush your teeth, why don't you raise your arms above your head, bend sideways, stretch your lateral chain, stretch all your myofascia and your tissues, just like our grandparents did. Remember how our grandparents, you would see them getting up and kind of touching their toes and bending backwards and rotating sideways? That is just as important and practical today, even more so than it was when our grandparents were our age. Mm-hmm. And um, standing in your kitchen, waiting for your coffee to get ready. Stand on a line in your kitchen and work on your balance. Easy to do. And and we all get up and sit down every day. Why don't you, instead of getting up and sit, you know, to walk, maybe get up, sit down five, ten times, and then walk to the next room or wherever you're going. Really easy to incorporate. And like you said, making it a habit, besides just doing those throughout the day, spending time and carving out 15 minutes, carving out 30 minutes, carving out an hour and sticking to it, giving yourself a goal. We talked a little bit about smart goals, and I want to talk a little bit about open goals. So some people do really well with smart goals. A smart goal, the S is for specific I specifically want to be able to walk, like you said, 10,000 steps a day. Measurable. Well, the, we did the S. The M is for measurable, 10,000 steps. A is achievable. You, you feel that you can achieve that 10,000 steps. R, realistic. I think that's realistic. For some people, 10,000 steps might not be realistic for whatever reason. They, realistic for them is 3,000 steps. And then T... Uh, in smart is time bound. How so? You tell yourself, "I'm going to get a specific goal. It's going to be measurable. It's going to be achievable. It's going to be realistic, and it's time bound." That works for a lot of people. I like it. It's been around for a long time. In all honesty, it doesn't necessarily work for me. And I work with open goals. <laughs> and in open because because I kind of feel bad when. It, when I set myself up, I'm setting myself up and I'm measuring myself against that goal. I have to do this. I'm running short. I can't achieve it. But an open goal tells me that I'm open to be able to do all of those things. And every day I'm getting better and better. Um, and I'm measuring. It's not really a measurement. It's a working towards. So open goals are kind of cool. Um, and it might be something that for some people, they prefer looking at it a little bit more positive than challenging, mm. if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, this is just such a wealth of information, just so I think you've made it so simple for us to incorporate and make it part of our life. And so just before we go, because we're rapidly running out of time, I just want to put in a plug for vaccines. I know that you just recently got your vaccine as they first arrived in Washington State. Uh, it, It was fine. You didn't have any reactions, right? Right. And I was so grateful as a healthcare frontline worker. As you know, we were first in line. I'm very, very grateful for that. All of my colleagues are grateful. And our organization made it quite simple for us. We were all given appointments. It took me personally less than 15 minutes. 
And um, to be honest, I had the shingles vaccine last year, and that hurt way more than this one. Uh, My arm was sore for about a half a day, not a big deal. And I would encourage everybody to get them. I feel a little guilty that not everybody has them, but I feel grateful that I have them. And I'm hoping and praying that we get them out to more people as quick as possible. So if you have the chance, do it. Make the time to do it. Don't worry about where you have to drive to, where you have to go. It's really, really important. It makes sense. So please get your vaccination. I had no side effects, no problems, very little soreness. Honestly, when I think about it, both my flu vaccine and definitely my shingles vaccine caused more soreness. Well, I appreciate your telling us that you had a good experience. Just be proactive and find out where Mm -hmm. you can get it and just do it because it's important for the greater good, right? Yes, yes. Don't wait to be called. Don't wait for them to tell you. As an adult, we should be calling our doctors. We should be calling our pharmacies. We should be looking at the news and seeing where you can get it as quickly as possible. Be patient. Be thoughtful of others. But be proactive. And don't wait for somebody to knock on your door and give you the injection. You know, this is definitely more critical. And I feel definitely stronger about it since I've taken that first injection than I did before. It it kind of seemed like, I don't know, something out there but wasn't really real. And now I know it's real. And it takes a lot of, I think, psychological stress and strain off of me that I didn't realize I had. Mm. And I think it will do that for other people. Really great, encouraging words. So Aisha Morgan, once again, you are just so wonderful to share of your talent and your passion with us. And I hope that we all seriously take it all to heart and become healthier and stronger in the year ahead. Oh, Kate, I wish you all the happiness in 2021. It is such a pleasure and a joy chatting with you. Thanks for having me on. You're so welcome.